2023 season. I am Nick, once again joined by Kevin. What's up, my nation? Producer Brad, making it all go behind the scenes. Hey. hey. And making his long-awaited debut here on the show, Mr. Jimmy Touchstone. Hey, Niner Nation. <laughs> Man, Jimmy, not only are you here, but you're like coming to us live from the man cave. Look at that thing. You know, you guys had told me we were going to do a show here, and this is like, I guess, the second best option. So it is what it is. Yeah, let's, let's, let's work on a postseason wrap-up show from the man cave. How about that? Let's do that. We, yeah, we could we could broadcast live from the man cave. We've been in the man cave. It's 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 really it's never sweet been the same since. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't I don't think that the man cave is ever the same twice because every time I think you've got a bunch of new stuff even since last time. Yeah, um, yeah. My wife is a fan of that. You got the old, got the old Biff Poji signed helmet there. You know, got a little lucky there at the softball raffle. I see that. I see that. All right. Well, we appreciate you, uh, you folks, uh, jumping in with us tonight. Uh, talk about some Niner baseball. Uh, um, it's it's cool. If, if you don't know Jimmy, um, well, then you just don't, if, if you don't know Jimmy, then you just don't know Jimmy. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun having him here with us tonight. Um, speaking of fun, we're we're, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about the whole week. We're going to talk about a number of stuff, but. This is where we're going to start. Uh, if you are anywhere near Kannapolis, North Carolina, this Tuesday through Sunday, um, the Niners are playing uh, starting uh, tomorrow night. The Niners are going to be at Coastal. Um, but if you are anywhere near Kannapolis, you should go out to the Cannonballers, uh, Cannonballers game. They're going to be taking on the Augusta Green Jackets, uh, where you have a really, really good chance of seeing this guy, Big Maple, David McCabe. What's up, David? How's it going, guys? Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. No, man, we appreciate you for coming on. This is uh, um, we were frankly worried that having Jimmy on might hurt ratings a little bit. Um, so so we thought you coming on. Yeah, it would balance it out. People, you know, give the people content that they want. And that's Big Maple. Well, I'm not so sure about that, but. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. So, man, let, let's just let, first of all, you see the back. You see my background here. Check. Oh, you just yeah. added that. Yes, I just added that. I put that up before we all. I put the maple leaf up there. Um, and, and folks, don't be jelly, okay? That's not just a Canadian flag. That is a David and Robert McCabe. Canadian flag. Um, as far as I'm aware, the only one in existence. So, um, uh, Ke Ke Kevin, you see all that stuff Jimmy's got in his man cave, but he don't have one of those. That's right. That's one of a kind. One of one. Uh, David McCabe, Robert McCabe autographed Canadian flag. So, yeah. So don't don't be jealous. That'll probably be the only one ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad so I got it. It's illegal to desecrate the flag or something, so I don't even, you know. Don't even well, speaking of uh, signing things and, and one of one how many baseball cards have you signed uh, in the last few months, David? 
way too many, way too many. <laughs> probably, I think close to twelve or thirteen thousand, something like that. Yeah, it's been a lot. And and all and and so there's you've signed like twelve or thirteen thousand, and there's like fourteen thousand for sale on eBay. Um, how does that? <laughs> How does that work, man? Walk us through that because uh, I've never been asked to sign anything uh, other than a, a, a speeding ticket or a, like a subpoena or something like that. Um, how, how does that like you just get these quantities of cards delivered to you and you you sign them and send them back? Well, it's kind of you're almost proctored. Um, they send someone in. So I actually had a um, I can't remember what it's called but he was someone from davidson he came in with a box of like six thousand tops cards and i had to sign each one individually in front of him and he had to watch and like a test that i did it and then <laughs> sent him back from there and you and you get paid for this right i mean they're they're paying you some sort of money to sit there and, and sign for hours yeah you're making some money good i can't tell you how much but Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smart man. Smart man. I signed a contract. Smart well, man. good. Well, good. Yeah. How, so we have seen him on eBay. Yeah. How how long does it take to sign six thousand baseball cards? Um, I split that up over two days, and I think it took me about five hours total, five or six hours total. Wow. Wow. So did you, um, did you develop, you know, like, like, um, I remember, you know, like different pro athletes develop signatures that are easily repeatable. So did, did you sit down and come up with like a, a signature that would be your professional signature that was, you know, it, the way, the way I sign stuff, which my, my handwriting's terrible, but the way I sign stuff, there's no way I could sign 6,000 cards. It just, it just wouldn't even, there's no one how so did you develop a signature like that yeah so there's a funny story there was a bunch of us down at the complex in florida when these we first got these like card dealer offers or whatever and we all sat down in a room and just like tried figuring out the shortest possible signature we could come up with that looks presentable because there's no way you want to write your full name out on six thousand cards so i got it down. it's just dm on mine I made it as short as possible. Yeah, um, in the in the NASCAR world, uh, that and, and Jimmy, you've probably seen this. Um, you know, they, they say that you know probably the most worthless signature uh, in in racing history is Richard Petty's uh, because he signed so many of them. He signed so many of them, and and it's just this big looping signature um, that that he got really good at. <laughs> So, well, I don't know. I mean, you were got, I have the real, real good David McKay ball back there signed where he took his time. So that might be a collector's item. Yeah, yeah it might be. Uh, I've shrunk my signature each time I sign something. It just it gets shorter and shorter by the day. Yeah, well, sure, that, man. That's still awesome. Having kids coming up to you at the games and and getting asking you to sign balls and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it is cool. It's just seeing, I mean, we were all kids at that point, like watching sports and getting an autograph from someone in that situation. It made my day as a kid. So it's nice seeing their faces light up when you give them a ball or a broken bat or something. And 
just seeing how excited they get. They go run into their parents all happy. It's pretty cool. So speaking of signing autographs and seeing people, you're going to be in town this week. You're in Augusta right now, but you're headed to Kannapolis tomorrow morning. Um, that that's that's got to be that's got to be a little extra level of exciting, right? Coming coming back to to the area where you spent so much time and where you've made your home. Yeah, absolutely. And I like I tell everyone here, it's like Kannapolis is my second home week. So whenever I get to go play in Kannapolis, it feels just like another home week and it's always super exciting to come and see everyone and it's a blast every time. Yeah. So we've, we've already heard from some people that, uh, that are coming out. Um, uh, Kevin, I think you've got tickets for tomorrow night. Right. Right. Tomorrow night we got tickets. Um, and uh, just want to let you know, Nick, it's $2 hot dog night. I know you guys talked about it a lot last week, but it's, it's $2 hot dog night this tomorrow night. Just in case you were wondering, you know, well, you know, that that inflation stuff, man, that's it's getting because everywhere I go, every time I go see the Niners on the road, it's dollar hot dog night. Um, but apparently in honor of Big Maple, it's it's two dollar hot dog night. Um, I don't know. I, it's you know, it is what it is. Everybody knows I don't eat hot dogs, but still two dollar hot dogs. Come out and see Big Maple and grab some hot dogs. Um, be a lot of people out there. Sydney Pike. We've heard from Sidney Pike already. He's bought he's bought tickets. He's going to be coming out. Um, so you're going to have quite a quite a cheering section, David. Um, that uh, you know we, we should have a good amount of fun with that. Um, with the boys on the road uh, and then playing at home this weekend, I don't know if it's going to be quite like it was last year. Uh, that was a really that was a really cool night last last year when practically the whole team came out to see you um, and and got to got to hang out and take pictures after the. Um, after the the game um you probably have not had another night like that one no not at all that was a really special night it was awesome being back there and having everyone come out it was amazing i wish i hope to do the same this weekend hopefully if the times work out i can go and support the niners this weekend that'd be awesome jimmy um randy i think randy's trolling you in the comments um randy Randy says this is yeah, I, Randy's watching. He's trolling you. See, Randy Peterson. I, I mean, what do you expect from that guy? Nothing. I yeah. expect nothing less from that guy. He actually just texted me and said, you think I'll be on the show next week? Not with that attitude. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> not with that attitude. Hey, so, so my job is to bring the show back onto the rails. Uh, David, uh, and you're good. You um you just experienced recently your first spring training um, as a professional down in Florida. Uh, talk us through kind of that process uh, and your your first experience down in Florida for for spring training. Yeah, it's hot. Um, the weather's great down there. Uh, it's nice because it doesn't really rain too much in the spring. Found out when we were there in the summer, it rained every single day at three o'clock. So this year it was nice. You'd get up. You'd start at around eight or nine, be done by one until you started playing games and you play games at one and then be done around four. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's just a lot of baseball over and over. And it's kind of similar to college fall or college preseason. By the end of it, you're just like, okay, now it's time to start playing another team. I'm ready to go. And are you, you pretty much paired up with, with your Augusta teammates for the most part? 
or are you kind of mixing and matching on, on different different squads within the organization? Um, it just depends. At the beginning, you're all kind of mixed and matched. Then sort of as it goes on, the groups kind of split up a little bit. And then there's still some mixing and matching later on. But for the most part, you're with your team the last week or two. <clears throat> David, what surprised you the most about spring training? Um, I don't know if there's anything that really surprised me a whole lot from I've been warned by some people who play just kind of what to expect. So there was nothing there that really jumped out at me. I think the one surprising thing is how much golf gets played, especially early on before games start. We were playing nine holes almost every day for the first couple of weeks. Now, and I believe you played, you, you got, you got some golf in the day. Did you not? I did pretty much every off day, every chance I get, I'm out there. So uh, how, how's the golf game coming? How's it looking? Uh, it's been really good these last two weeks. I've shot 75 and 76 the past two weeks. It's the best I've ever played. So hopefully that keeps up. But with how little I get to play, there's little chance of that happening. But we'll see. Um, well, so it is – Jimmy's do you got think your, do, do you think the, the – the, uh, that your golf game is carrying over onto the diamond or is your, is, is your golf game being influenced by, by the baseball? Because uh, you've, you've gotten off to a pretty good start to the season. Yeah, it was a little rough end of this weekend, um, but it's been pretty good. I would say my baseball swing definitely hurts my golf swing more than golf hurts my baseball swing. That's for sure. <laughs> Those nasty slices show up and I'm just like, yep, I need to work yeah. on golf a little bit more. <laughs> Now you're a switch hitter in, in baseball. Um, you go righty or lefty on the on the on the on the links. Only right-handed. I am extremely uncoordinated, left-handed in everything except hitting a baseball. Like hockey, golf, nothing. I can't do it left-handed. But baseball, it just works. I don't know. Well, and that's interesting that you say that because I, I'm I'm curious about your opinion, David. I always thought maybe – I mean, you're so good from either side of the plate, but I always kind of thought maybe you had a little extra power from the left-hand side of the plate. Did Am I making that up? No, I definitely do. Um, I don't know where that necessarily comes from, but I'm also – I hit left-handed in games a lot more often than I do right-handed, so I'm more comfortable. But – even in baseball, like if I take a month off from hitting in the off season or something, I'll come back and I won't know how to stand. I won't know how to hold the bat left-handed. It takes me like a week to feel somewhat normal in the left-handed batter's box again. Hmm. Interesting. Now, Jimmy, uh, did, did you have, did you have something you wanted to, wanted to introduce here? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, uh, David's, you know, had an impact on, on a lot of people, but he'll, I hope he'll recall this, but I think it was, it was last summer. Um, my son, one of my, one of my boys, Jonah, who plays baseball, he got to play. Um, this was probably, I think this is 16 U. He got to play at a bunch of colleges, but of course my favorite was getting to play at Charlotte. And you can see the picture there. I coerced or, or tricked David into swinging by so I could give him something for his dad. And uh, 
while he was there, I said, well, since you're here, you, you know, you mind coming down and uh, just saying hey to the kids. And of course, being, being the good guy that he is, he did. Um, what I didn't know is that the coach was going to interview him in front of the kids and start asking them all kinds of questions. And, uh, and in knowing, knowing that faith is important to David, and it is to the, it is to the team too. So he actually asked David to, uh, if he didn't mind saying a little prayer for the team before they started. Um, it was, it was actually a really cool experience. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you something about the end of it before I do, I'll just say, David, you know, you survived. I put you on the spot. Um, but it sounded like it sounded like you were okay with it. What were your thoughts on that? You, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I remember coming down, and the first thing I remember is when someone said there was going to be a picture taken. I was wearing the old logo, and I'm like, oh my goodness, that's right. Like this. That's right. <laughs> you said you said coach is going to kill me if I remember correctly. Yeah, something like that. I was like, I wore the wrong shirt today. I shouldn't have wore this, but. No, it was really special. I was glad I was able to do that and say a prayer over that team. And like you said, my faith is something that's very important to me. And I think that's my purpose in all of this and my career and everything I do. So being able to share that was special. Well, I have to I have to piggyback on that. I thought one of the things that was really cool is the coach coach asked him a question, you know, around what's like what's your biggest lesson you would impart to these kids? And uh, David said, um, you're not defined by the game of baseball. You're, right, you're, yes, you're a baseball player. Love it. Do your best, right? A lot of lessons to take away from, you know, being with the team and teammates. But you're not defined by it, you know. But you can be, and, you know, in our opinion, you should be defined, right, by your faith. And uh, that, David, is actually something I've been able to continue to remind my son as he's playing high school baseball going to have bad days on the mound, going to have good days on the mound, but like, and he probably is not going to go to the next level. Right. So, you know, that, that was a, that was a really insightful statement you shared with a bunch of kids and dads that we can, that we can carry that forward. So that, that, that was special. And the coach mentioned months later that that was his favorite part of the whole season. Well, I'm glad to hear that. That was, yeah. that's awesome to hear. That was special. Thank you. So, Kevin, check my math on this, Kevin. What I just heard was that in order to get David to come and speak about faith to his son's team, Jimmy lied to him. <laughs> that, that's probably one of the commandments. Is that what, you, is that what you, that's what I heard. That's what came through well, my headphones. Is that? You know, what, is that it, I don't think Randy dad. Peterson needs any more stuff to come beat me up with. So we we can just uh, let that one slide. He said, he didn't say lie. He said trick. Yeah, I did say trick. And it was less Jimmy, and it was more my dad. If you guys can imagine that. Oh. <laughs> I got a text from my dad saying, "Hey, can you go to the stadium and pick something up for me from Jimmy?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." because I was actually heading to the golf course at that time. And then yeah. all of a sudden I'm on the field talking to people, taking pictures. Now you're on the internet with the, with the, yeah. with the old logo. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Maybe, you know, your, uh, your dad, uh, that's not the last time your dad would do that. Cause, uh, he, he kind of did you wrong at the first pitch banquet too. Um, 
I mean, I, I was in on that, but you know, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to get you to, to I, I wasn't trying to get you to come talk about your faith <laughs> by, 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 by tricking you, Jimmy. Um, and, and I don't have that picture handy, but, and, and we won't make you look at it again, David, but, uh, at the first pitch banquet, uh, David actually brought up about a, a story about a, uh, a poster that he made when you were what, what, eight? Yeah, it would have been seven or eight or nine, something like that. Seven or eight years old, uh, where on that poster, he was playing hockey. David was playing uh, youth hockey, um, and as a fundraiser, for this his hockey team, they all had to make these these posters about themselves. And one of the things they were supposed to put on the poster was what they wanted to be when they grew up. David's playing hockey at seven or eight years old, and what he puts on the poster is that he wanted to be a major league baseball player. And that poster is still uh, at the McCabe uh, household back home. And uh, his dad sent me a picture of it. And there's all kind of embarrassing photos. So when David brought this up. At the at the first pitch dinner, I was like, "Oh, yeah, you mean like this poster?" And then, of course, they put it up on the screens, and um, yeah, I I don't know. Did you ever talk to your dad about that? Uh, I mentioned it in passing. I was just like, I, <laughs> I kind of figured he would do something, but I mean, it won't be the last time he does something like that. <laughs> Awesome, man. So talk, talk to us about, you You know, you got to play what, like 20, 26 games at the end of last year for, for the Green Jackets or so. And now this is like your first full-time season. So um, you guys are, uh, you're about, I guess you're a little, a, a month or so into the season. Um, man, just, just talk to us about being a, a, a pro baseball player. Is this, you know, is this what you, uh, is this meeting your expectations? Is this what you thought you were getting into? to um how how's life going for david mccabe yeah it's good um it's very different than sort of what i expected it to be um i'm not really sure what my expectation was going into it but you realize really quickly that like you're playing every day but you have a ton of free time especially in the mornings um where in college it was different you were from class to lunch to practice back home doing homework in bed and you didn't really have much free time. Um, so that's definitely quite an adjustment, but it's a ton of fun. I get to wake up and play baseball every day. And on Mondays I get to go golf. I have no complaints. It's about as good as it gets. That sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not bad. Um, I know we're kind of jumping all over the place here, but I, I just wanted to kind of get your, your, we had, we haven't had you on the show before, so I'd kind of get your, um, your story about how you became a Niner and kind of what what your experience in Charlotte um, was like and what, what what your thoughts and and uh, and experiences in, in Niner Nation playing for the 49ers over your uh, your seasons here in Charlotte. Yeah, so becoming a 49er was an extreme blessing because I didn't have any other Division One offers. This was my only one, and it was just by happenstance almost. I played with a travel ball team who – we played the 49ers um, the fall before my freshman year. I had a good game and they called a couple other coaches who we played that fall and I happened to have good games there too. So everything in that sense just kind of fell into place and it was a huge blessing because it was the best three years of my life. I couldn't be more thankful for my time 
here in Charlotte, it helped me grow as a person being away from home in a different country. Um, I had to grow up extremely fast and I became a way better baseball player. Um, I'm extremely thankful for all the coaches and everything they've done to help me in my development because I wouldn't be where I am today without my time in Charlotte and the coaches. I believe, um, I believe that game, um, you came down with the with Ontario Blue Jays scrimmage the Niners. I believe uh, the Blue Jays scored one run. It was a solo home run, and uh, yeah. you hit it. And believe it or not, Nick and I were there. And um, we saw, I know that's hard to believe. The, it's hard, yeah. We, we hardly ever get out to the Hayes. But um, I believe it was Will Palinkas through that, and uh, you hit the homer off him. And um, a few months later, uh, you were committed, and uh, we were excited. So since we had, we had seen what what kind of damage you could do, um, so yeah, it was it was it was cool, and uh, glad we we got to see that, and, and glad we you chose to become a Niner. It's hard to believe that um, uh, there weren't that many offers out there for you, and and you came out and turned into an All American. Uh, that's that shows you uh, what hard work and 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 grinding and getting getting a good coaching staff um that shows you what kind of what, what can happen um if you're willing to put the work in yeah for sure these coaches played a huge role they give us every chance that they can to see us succeed um and also just having incredible teammates around me guys who push you challenge you you guys lean on each other and bounce ideas back and forth and you find ways to get better amongst yourselves. And it just all leads to all of us getting better and competing each and every day. Now, Kevin, as I recall, so uh, David, David hit the homer from the left-hand side of the plate and it was, it was opposite field out to, to left center. Um, now this was, this was the previous coaching staff, but, but Bo Rob was there. And as I recall, Kevin, you and I made a beeline for Bo Rob after the game was over. And basically we didn't even get the, the sentence out of our mouth. Bo, did you see that big guy? And Bo cut us off and said, just offered him boys, just offered him. <laughs> is that, is that the way you remember that Kevin? <laughs> Somewhat like that. It might, you may have fabricated a little bit of that, but yeah, we did have some conversations afterwards. Did, did he offer him as he was rounding third think, base? I don't think I fabricated any of that. He told us we just offered him. <laughs> well, David can confirm it or <laughs> can confirm David, that. But. Did, you get, did, did you get offered after that Ontario Blue Jays game? It wasn't an official offer, but it was, uh, hey, we really want you to come back down on an official visit whenever this trip is done. So the moment that trip was done, I came down, and that's when I was offered officially, yeah. Nick was doing the move, the Disney movie version of it. Yeah, like I like right? to tell semi-true. I like to tell semi-true stories. Uh, you know, hey, I could just, I could just lie like Jimmy. <laughs> it's not getting let the truth get in the way of a good story. Now, that's right. That's right. Oh, Randy, st Randy's still after you, Jimmy. I don't know, man. Y'all, y'all. Uh, he uh, he was uh, you know he was excited about you coming on here tonight. So, David, when you when you look back on and, and we're gonna let you we're gonna let you go because uh, man, what what time you got to be on the bus in the morning? 
Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't looked yet. I'll look right after this. Actually, <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> right as I'm about to hop on, I'm like, I should probably figure out when I need to leave tomorrow. But yeah, so so David David's going to be getting on the bus in the morning at, at some time uh, and leaving Augusta and heading up to Kannapolis. Um, I guess you guys head straight to the park and probably get out and and uh, take BP, do in and out and all that stuff. Uh, you know, before game time. Um, Go check out uh, the Cannonballers and the Green Jackets tomorrow night. Um, you know, Kevin, maybe I'll bring the maybe I'll bring the big maple flag out to the out to the ballpark. Um, we could we could probably have some fun with that. But yeah. before before we let you go uh, and, and and do all the necessary packing and all that stuff you need to do, um, man, share share with us like uh, do you have like a uh, when you think back on your career as a as a niner here in, in Charlotte, what do you what do you think about the most? Um, every time I look back at it, it's just fond memories. Um, I think the time I remember the most is the regional, being able to have my parents come out and see me for the first time, um, and just knowing how special it was that we were the first team in so long to make a regional. That's a really fond memory I have, and it's something I'll always remember. And I unfortunately can't forget that ECU game because Bryson Worrell, who was a center fielder for ECU, is one of my teammates with the Braves now. Um, and But, yeah, that time was just really cool and really special, and I wish it had ended differently, but it's incredible what we were able to accomplish. What was really cool about that, David, is when you hit that home run, Mm. Um, I was standing next to your dad out there because I was taking a lap around the field with the kids and and uh, to see your dad go get that ball, that home run ball you hit in the region. That was that's something I won't ever forget. It was a pretty cool moment, and uh, yeah, that that's something that'll stick with me, and I know it'll stick with you and your family um, for a long yeah. time. Yeah, and I know even just personally, on a personal level, after the game, I got the lineup card. Um, and that was the first time my mom had ever seen me play college baseball and being able to give that to her was really special. As, as I recall, and, I, and Kevin, I really don't think I'm making this up. Uh, when, Robert got, when Robert got that ball out there in right field out there in the, in the jungle, um, he walked it all the way back uh, and, and gave it to Carla. Uh, and, and she was just in tears. And um, I might've had something in my eye. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of dust down in Greenville. Um, so something might've gotten my eye a little bit, but that was, that was a really cool moment. Um, so, uh, just a reminder for folks, I'll give you those times, um, tomorrow night. And it is $2 Tuesdays. As Kevin said, uh, Hey, look at their promotional schedule. Um, Augusta, uh, <laughs> is in cannonballers at six o'clock, uh, tomorrow night. Wednesday is a is a midday game. It's education day. Um, so 11 o'clock on Wednesday. Um, and let's see, Thursday, 7 o'clock, 5 o'clock on Friday. It's Cinco de Mayo, Friday night. Uh, the, the Niners will be playing at the Hayes at the same time. So uh, you got your choice there. Saturday night, 7 o'clock, post-game fireworks. And Sunday at 1 o'clock, uh, which is Bark in the Park. So... If you want to see Big Maple, David McCabe, play uh, play some baseball again, this week is an awesome opportunity to do that. David, how about um, how about the fact that, that the Green Jackets have picked up on the Big Maple thing? Um, 
because because it's it's shown up in the home run call uh, from the other week, and now they've even they've even gotten on board with the Big Maple hashtag. I mean, yeah. it's, it's Big Maple is becoming a phenomenon. Yeah, I'm 99% sure that no one in the Braves organization actually knows my name from the moment I got down there. I think partially because of Billy Best, the area scout who signed me. I got down there and they all just called me Big Maple. And that's all everyone's called me since I got there. Well, that's so awesome. <clears throat> that is awesome. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't let you go without um, without mentioning this bat here. My kids, you gave my kids a bat last year when we you were in Kannapolis and they won't ever let me touch it or, or even uh, breathe on it. So, but I told them that you were going to be on the show tonight and uh, they were, they allowed me to bring it on. So I've got uh, a game used game, a broken David, big maple gave bat here. Um, you still using the same model this year, David? No, I big, I kind of bounced around a bit in the off season, um, trying to find a bat that I liked and I've sort of settled on one now. So finally we glad we got there. But uh, I've been swinging old hickory now. I got you. Well, we're going to come out tomorrow night and see you do that. I'm excited. I'm excited to see everyone. Can't wait, buddy. All right, man. We appreciate your time. We're going to let you go. Uh, nice to nice to get you on here. I told you it's going to happen one of these days. Uh, and we're just we're so excited for you and your career. And man, we're 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 in for the journey. We're following you all the way to Atlanta, buddy. I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Okay, buddy. Good night. Good seeing you, David. Big Maple, David McCabe. That's that, that's the content you were looking for tonight. Even if Jenny right. was a part of it. Randy? Oh, Kevin and Nick, I got to tell you, I mean, I was sitting here reflecting on when you called me today to see if I would join, and I was like, wow. That's like I, what season? What season are you guys in? Six, five, six, 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 six. Because yeah. you know, season five is when the uh, Fonzie jumped the shark. <laughs> if they're having me on, I wonder if Diamond Niner report is you know jumped the shark. I, I think we did that in season two. <laughs> 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 but Big Maple came on, so I think you you know you must have at least twenty more seasons in you now. Oh yeah, this <laughs> this show's like The Simpsons. Um, okay. <laughs> we're just and, and 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 I'm still in fourth grade, so it's it's all it's all good. Um, yeah, it, it's man, it is so awesome. Uh, Randy wants to know if you're saying you're Fonzie. Are you Fonzie in that scenario? Hey. Hey. There you go. So um, okay. We're we're gonna get out and see Davidson this week, man. If 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 you if you can do it at all, head head to Kannapolis. That's a great ballpark anyway. Um, but and the weather looks phenomenal all week. Um go out and see David. That's what's really cool. Um it's when you get to go see these guys, um, you know. One thing I've learned over the years, just talking to some of the guys that have have gone to, um, you know, to the miners, is they don't. When you're out there on the road, you don't get to see a lot of a lot of people. Randy, you misspelled Stooges. Um, you don't get to see a lot of people that uh, that you know and friendly faces. And so, opportunities like this week for these guys when they come through are just, you know, 
I, I know they all look forward to it. And uh, in about a month, I think, Kevin, in about a month, Nate, Nate Furman's supposed to come through with. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> it'll be it'll be big firm week here in K-Town. It'll be big firm week uh, in K-Town. So, yeah, <clears throat> if he stays that long, if he stays that long, there's a there's an online uh, push to get him promoted already. But I'm not on board. I'm not quite on board with that yet. Yeah, let's let's just let's promote him after that. Yeah. Right. Let's let's promote him after that. Um, so yeah, appreciate David coming on. So so boys, okay. We just got to go ahead and and, and talk a little Niner baseball here. Um let let's just let's just start with the obvious. Um probably not our favorite week of, <laughs> of Niner baseball. Um Man, uh, got got rough um, at Winthrop on Tuesday. We just don't ever seem – actually, if you think about it, I, I don't know, maybe I, my perception could be off. And as Kevin knows, sometimes I just misremember things. But seems like we always have a tough time uh, at Winthrop. And, uh, heck, Niner sports in general, I don't care what sport it is, it seems like we always struggle in Bowling Green, Kentucky. I don't know what's up with that, but – um, I don't know. We played four games this week in, in all involved in, in places that, um, I don't know. We seem to not have the best of times at. Am I, am I, am I just, am I misrepresenting this or am I misremembering it? No, I don't think you're misremembering. Um, it seems like we do struggle and at Bowling Green, um, in all sports. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is there, but. Even even um, the last time we were there in baseball was it was kind of back and forth. Uh, we played four games, and the wind was blowing 100 miles an hour, and it was turned into a, so- a slow pitch softball game out there. Uh, we went went back and forth with them. Ended up uh, we won the series three one, but a couple of those games could have gone either way. Um, yeah, so I don't um, like maybe something up about that place that. Well, I think that's the reason we're moving to the American is simply to avoid them. <laughs> well, well, I, I don't, I, you know, I'll, I'll to your point, Jimmy. Um, I, I will not miss, I will not miss Bowling Green, Kentucky. I will not miss uh, playing Western Kentucky. Um, I also will not miss whatever is the Hilltopper Sports Satellite Network. Which is also you don't, you don't love that frozen screen on Facebook. Uh, what part of that involves a satellite? I, I'm just a little confused <laughs> because, look, I, I made this comment somewhere online. I, I promise you, any group of idiots can stream something live on on social media. I mean. See, there you go. <laughs> it's it's eminently doable. Um, and uh, as of last fall, you know, we 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 broadcast the fall games, um, you know, uh, some of the, the, the fall exhibition games at the Hayes. And as of last fall, producer Brad had us with a really slick three camera setup. I mean, we made it up to three cameras. Um, Western Kentucky was still doing the one camera thing. And, and I don't know, I didn't have a chance to talk to you about this beforehand, Brad, but, uh, if you, if you go back and look at, I don't know if you had a chance to see it yesterday. Um, but they did not adjust 
their camera settings for the light. So oh, we, were wearing, we were wearing our green tops and they were wearing their black tops. You couldn't tell who was who. Yeah, I don't know what camera they were using, but it was it was it was bad. And I had a tough time. Like I couldn't tell anything that was going on most of the game. And every now and then I would just see scrambling and I'd see the score go up on the scoreboard and I was just like, mm. yeah, so not 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 a good a very unpleasant experience this weekend. That's yeah, and, yeah. And, so yeah. I yeah, I ended up I'd I didn't even want to watch. I just turned it on uh, Joe Templin. Um, I couldn't tell what was going on on the screen anyway, so I just listened to at least someone wearing green talking to me instead of strangers. So that was that was better. Yeah, so uh, go ahead, Brad. I was just saying one of the other things that was really annoying is I had the audio, home audio, our, our audio, and I would pause the Facebook feed, but then it would skip ahead even though I paused it. So like it kept getting oh, out. Oh, you're trying to sync them up. Yeah, and, and 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 I'm like, what in the world? Why do you keep doing this? And so I, it just it was it was miserable. So yeah. You want to go through the games here? Watching this on 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 your phone. Um, were you asking me? Yeah, were were, were you yeah, watching this on, on your phone? phone? And then I'm sw- switching back to softball back and forth while I'm trying to do yard work. And uh, I mean, I kept I kept losing the feed. I keep logging back in. So, and and again, then I'd log in. I couldn't see. Oh, what teams in the infield or outfield? Right? You know, it's, yeah. For those of you not familiar with with Jimmy and his his Niner dedication, um, he has he has been known to be out like in a in a swanky restaurant where he's taking his wife to dinner. And she'll catch him watching the Niners on his phone. Well, he's not—he's not hiding it. He's not trying to hide it. He's—he's he's up front. He's up front about that, right, Jimmy? She's a saint. Yes, she is. I agree. I mean, if you need—I mean, Exhibit A is behind you. <laughs> well, listen. She was actually cool with the man cave as long as everything that is Niner related stays in this one room, away from her sight. So that's fair enough. <laughs> is I mean, and does that does that include you? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was fair enough. Hey, you got to make sacrifices sometimes, right, Jimmy? I, I guess there's going to be a Packers jersey hanging in there somewhere soon, huh? Oh well, you know we uh, I got to look into that. We got to make sure he uh, make sure he he sticks, which I think he will. But uh, yeah, that was that was exciting to see. I, but funny thing, you're talking about being on the phone. I also had the draft going on, and I'm watching that on my phone. And when I lost that feed, it was for like two minutes, and I missed I missed um, our guy Dubois uh, getting uh, drafted. Yeah. So, so it's kind of uh, kind of interesting. Trying to plug in, trying to keep on top of things. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what was what was up with that that fa- I don't know why. To me, if you were going to stream, just stream on YouTube like we do. And the Facebook thing, I don't, I don't get it. I'm sure they have a reason, but honestly, at this point, we're leaving for the Americans, so I don't care what that reason is. Um, on on the broadcast front, I will, I will compliment the Winthrop broadcast because for the first thing I saw when I tuned in was the national anthem, and I saw Nick and producer Brad standing 
for the national anthem. So, and they, you guys got a lot of screen time for that. So, <laughs> I will compliment the Winthrop broadcast for for trying to boost their ratings a little bit. Well, they actually have guys. camera people. They actually yeah. have cameras that moved and did stuff. Yeah, Winthrop Winthrop had a nice setup. Um, I will say, so producer Brad and I went down to down to the game, obviously, um, and you know that 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 stadium at one time was was really really nice, um, and it could be again, but they just they just it needs a little attention, um, and I, I mean I'm not talking about like major stuff, but just like paint and. There, the net, the netting behind the batters uh, or behind home plate is like um, molded, or or I don't know. It's just. I think I commented that watching from TV, all that lichen was making it hard to uh, to watch. Yeah, it just yeah, but but uh, well, but producer Brad and I had a big time in um, in Rock Hill. We grabbed dinner after the game. Um, I will say, Jimmy, that I know that's in your neck of the woods. Um, and I'm not, I'm not kidding. Uh, producer Brad will back me up on this. The most happening thing we saw in, in Rock Hill that night was the bingo parlor on Cherry. Um, I mean, the parking lot was packed and there were a ton of people in there. I mean, I was trying to talk to producer Brad who drove. Thank you, Brad. Uh, I was trying to talk him into stopping. Like, hey, this, we got to get in on this. But he was like, nah, we're not doing that. So we went and ate Mexican instead. Well, but You're a winner there, I, have, you, have you ever been to that bingo parlor, Jimmy? I have not, but I have been to the uh, Mexican place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right so. off Cherry Road. I mean, you hear the cars uh, breezing by. Good times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So – here, let's boys. To, I, yeah, let's. let's get, I want to. I want to. I want to propose a. Just let me start it this way. Let me start right. it this way, Kevin. I think. I think if you're watching, if you're watching this show, you 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 know you kind of know what happened this week. Um, I actually got, believe it or not, I actually got like a like a message or two, you know, asking like, would there be a show this week? You know, like, oh, oh, you know, yeah. of course there's going to be a show this week. What you have to remember, and, and fans, man, fans can be so fickle, right? And, and I get it, fans short for fanatic, and that's that certainly includes everybody here on this broadcast. But, Kevin, when I think back on doing this show, um, heck, I think about the whole 2019 season. We didn't. We 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 did not miss a show. Twenty nineteen season, and that was how many games did we win that year? Was it? Did we not win? Enough. Was it nineteen twenty twenty? It was. It was not good. Not good. Uh, the twenty twenty season, we only played seventeen games, and we didn't miss a show. We 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 did an entire season's worth of this show, and nobody was even playing baseball. Do you think? Honestly, for one second, that one bad week is going to slow this down. You think that we're not going to talk Niner baseball because of because of of, of of an unfortunate series of events this week? Give me a break. We're, we're not we're not going anywhere. <laughs> if I'll say this, and I'll say this, my, this will conclude my opening statement. If you're going to be a 49er fan. 
you gotta you gotta toughen up, Buttercup. As I've said, as I said once many years ago, if being a 49er was always easy, every Tar Heel fan in Gaston County would be doing it. Woo. So there's there's my opening there that this concludes my opening statement on the activities of this week, Kevin. Um it wasn't it wasn't fun. I didn't have fun with it. I know nobody in that dugout had fun with it. I promise you nobody in that dugout had fun with it. Um, but you know what? Doesn't change a thing. We're here. We still have we still have the talent that we began the season with. Um, and heck, we're still in third place. Right. <laughs> That's right. We the standings in the conference didn't change much this weekend. Um uh, Dallas Baptist and UTSA kind of took a step, kind of separated themselves a little bit more. But uh, there's a big bunch that we're ahead of right now, um, three through eight, really. That's uh, that's fighting for for seeding right now. And um, yeah, nine games left. There's a lot, lot can happen in nine games. Uh, especially we we got a we got a favorable schedule. We got two home series. Six of those nine games are at home, and the other three are at FIU. And you can see where they are. Uh, in the standings. So uh, a lot can happen in nine games. Uh, this week wasn't a great week. We had uh, uh, we had some positive moments, though. We had we had we had a six home run game yesterday. Um, uh, that's first the most we've had all season in a game. Um, so the most, there's some positives to build on. I mean, there's a lot lots of uh, lots of games left, lots of season left. Pretty much um, we'll play. 30, 30, 30 conference games. So we got nine left. It's almost a third of the season. Right. So yeah, a lot, lot to play for. Um, and we might be getting um, healthy soon, uh, going into that tournament, and and then get a favorable seed, and anything can happen. Well, um, I would say once again for you guys to fact check me, but you know, before this terrible week we had, I think, I mean, I think if you look at the last. I don't know, right? What, 10, 11 games before that? I think, I mean, maybe it's like three of our losses were all to ranked teams. And the rest, I mean, I think the rest were wins. Maybe we maybe had one more loss in there. I'm not sure. But they were a pretty good little run right there. So, you know, I think people just got to kind of step back and look at the big picture. Yeah, we can be disappointed in, you know, in the trip to Western Kentucky. But, hey, next game, next series, let's go. Uh, yeah, in the last 15 games – we had three losses all to teams that are in the top 25. Yeah, it'd be nice to win those. But, I mean, look, we're, we're on a roll. We hit a little road bump. But, like, like, don't jump off the bandwagon. Let's go, guys. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, the, some of the – I don't know. No, no, nobody, no, Nobody's more disappointed than the guys in that dugout. Uh, in, in what's going on, and you know, this week, and um, certainly that's joined by by us here. But hey, man, this is this is part of this is part of life. Uh, sometimes the games aren't going to go your way, and um, they're going to go back to practice. They're gonna they're gonna keep working on stuff. And and as Kevin pointed out, um, not all the news was bad. Just the the results did didn't get the results we wanted. But uh, yeah. 
there's there's a lot of ball. There's a lot of a lot of regular season ball left to be played, and then there's the conference tournament. Um, so this thing is a long, long way from being over. I don't see any reason to. Despite uh, what a few people might have said on social media today, the oh, season yeah. is far from over. Yeah, you're, you're right. There's you know there's there's people out there that, that like to they don't like to talk they like to type. <laughs> Anonymously, yeah. I might add. Let's uh, um, so we got a big week this week. We got we talked about playing ranked opponents. We've got another mm-hmm. one on Tuesday. We've got. A road trip to Coastal. Um, they're ranked number seventh in the country right now, uh, twenty-eight and fourteen. They're currently in first place in the in the Sun Belt. Um, that's yes, yeah, it's gonna be a, a trip down to Myrtle Beach. Uh, I think ESPN Plus has it on tomorrow night. So, um, thankfully, we'll be able to watch it without a a ring camera um, view. <laughs> doorbell camera and we'll, we'll we'll be able to tell um what's going on on the field uh li- likely tomorrow night so um looking forward to seeing that tomorrow night and then uh, this weekend we got fau coming to town uh, they they're in seventh currently on conference usa they're kind of in that pack that, that we're ahead of and uh they they swept fiu last week um they were also swept by Western Kentucky the week before. So, um, we, we've got to get, we got a good shot. You know, they have, they always seem like FIFAU always has, um, a really good front half of the season. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then kind of towards the tail end, they kind of tail off. So, um, uh, but they did have a big week last week and they're coming in here. They're not playing. They're not, they don't play a midweek this week. So this is their only, games for the week um so they'll be ready to play and um i know the niners will be ready to to get the taste out of their mouth from this past week coastal's rpi by the way seven um i mean so so the 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 remaining let me give you the numbers here so we have two remaining out of conference games um Coastal Carolina's RPI is seven. And then on May 16th, we go down to South Carolina. Their RPI is presently two. Uh, uh, South Carolina team, we already have a victory over, by the way. Um, when you look at our strength schedule, uh, our non-conference strength schedule, boys, is, uh, is four. And that's before we play these two games. <laughs> um, we may well be, we may well at the end of the season uh, be talking about a non-conference schedule that is, um, I mean, certainly top five. Who knows? Might be the toughest non-conference schedule in the country. I mean, that's that's not me just saying that. That's just the numbers. I mean, I'm looking at them right on the screen. Um, man. Yeah, it's the toughest schedule I can remember uh, out of conference. Um, us playing. I mean, yeah, you look at Army. They went on like a 15, 16 game win streak. Uh, I think they're ahead of the Patriot League right now. Um, Ball State. I think they're they they're currently second place in their their conference. Um, and then the 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 ranked teams, uh, ECU, 
North Carolina, well, South Carolina, like you mentioned, and and uh, Coastal. Um, yeah, and then throw in two ranked teams in our conference that we played as well, Dallas Baptist, UTSA. Uh, we've already got those in the rearview mirror. So, um, lot, yeah, lots, lots of uh, lots of good competition that's going to prepare us for a tournament. And and this uh, is not going away either. Um, you know the the. The scheduling philosophy of the staff is absolutely going to be to build the toughest schedule possible. Uh, it's kind of interesting, and 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 not to not to get off on what people say uh, again, but you know when when a when a coach when a coach schedules wins, right? And, and we all know what we're talking about here. What I'm talking about here, scheduling wins. Um, people say, oh, that's you know that that's not that's not legitimate. You you just you played a bunch of cupcakes, okay? Well, when you go the other way and and you play a schedule the way we have, um, well, it's it's going to be pretty hard. There, there there's only gonna there's only gonna be a handful of teams in the country that can both play a top five schedule and go, you know. 15 and five against that out of conference schedule. Right. I, I mean, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Uh, especially not. And, and I'll add this, and this is not, this is not a, an excuse, but especially when you're, you're a program um, where we are right now. I mean, I don't think it's any secret guys that, that we're not, you know, this college sports has become so much haves and have nots. I don't think I don't think I'm telling any secrets here that that we're not a have. I, I mean, we're still trying to build, and I don't mean baseball. I mean athletics, right? Um, I, yeah, and I think yeah, we are not going to be let out left out of a tournament because we did not schedule hard enough. That's not going to happen. Um, you saw last year, yeah, you saw UTSA last year. They had an RPI of what forty. Went mm-hmm. to the conference championship game and still got left out by the committee. So um, that's how you have to do it. You have to schedule tough, and you have to you have to win those games. You have to win your share of those games, and in order to be in the discussion this time of year about a bubble or an at-large bid, and um, and those those types of schedules prepare you for conference play. You know, and we've done well in conference. We're third in conference right now. Um, so yeah, we top three in a conference, top what top t- top ten strength of schedule out of conference. That's that's. Well, I know you guys. You guys are, always get on me for looking too far ahead, but I'm sitting there going, okay, we're in third place. We've got you know, yeah, we've got two top ten RPI games out of conference coming up, but you've got three more series. They're all winnable series. I don't, you know, I, I haven't looked at the numbers, but right, it's. At least maintain the third seed. If not, I don't. I don't know. If, you know, I don't know. Realistically, can we move up beyond the third seed? But you know, you you go into conference play with finishing strong, have have a good showing in the conference with a strong RPI. I think that. I mean, the committee's got to look at that, don't you think? Well, I mean, I don't know. You, you still got the series with um, with UTSA and DB, Dallas Baptist play each other. Um, so one of those te- one of those teams is going to lose a couple games. Um, but we have and two, we're 
two home series, and then the game, the series that we have on the road is versus the worst team in the league. Right. So, I mean, you're saying there's a chance we can get it. We can just a little. I think there's a shot at a two seed. I think there's a shot at a two seed in the tournament, and um, and, and yeah, but holding serve as a three seed would be would be great as well. But um, it all it kind of boils down, boils down to that tournament, um, and what we do down in Houston. Um, with, with with an RPI with an RPI at seventy seven, which is which is where we are. Okay. Um, it, it, it makes those those conversations about like committees and at larges. It makes those kind of conversations hard to have. Okay, it just does. I'm just I'm just gonna put that out there. But what I what I'm gonna tell you, and and I think I think we've seen enough um, is that uh, these guys collectively have what it takes to get the job done. That's for the rest of this regular season. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to tell. You, I'm not going to sit here and tell you. Oh yeah, they're going to they're going to Coastal tomorrow night and they're going to win. Uh, I'm not going to say that. But would I be surprised if they did? Absolutely not. We're, this is this is the same group of guys that beat South Carolina. Okay. Uh, this this is the same group of guys that that based beat on UTSA. They beat UTSA. They beat Dallas Baptist. Uh, same guys. Uh, nothing's changed. Um, as as you mentioned, we need to get healthy. We need to get Jake back in the lineup, which which that's coming. But we need to get Jake back in. Um, but my gosh, these are the same guys. Um, nothing's changed on that front. So um, people that are bailing, people anybody that's bailing on the season, I, I would just I would advise you to stick around a little bit um, and and you know see what happens. Um, it's like leaving a game in the sixth inning. Well, yeah, uh, you know. And, and, and Jimmy, Jimmy knows where I'm going. Um, early on in Jimmy's conversion to baseball, Jim, Jimmy has been a, a football and basketball diehard, and we started converting him a few years ago. And there was a game, Jimmy, I don't remember what who we were playing, but it, you and your boys were there. And I think the guys – I think we might have been down five or six runs. Uh, this and, this might have been the big UNC Wilmington comeback, yeah, or, was it, so. or was it earlier in that season? It was earlier than that. Oh, I was converted by then, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was earlier. <laughs> than that. We were down, and you were like, "Nick, oh my God, what are we gonna do? What's that, uh, Jimmy? Jimmy, six inning, man. Let's just okay. Let's just and then we end up winning that game, and then you were like, "Yeah, you were right." I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's because there's nine innings." <laughs> <laughs> There's nine innings and no clock. Nine innings, no clock. Okay, so we've got we've got the, these three conference series left, and then we got the tournament. And these guys, these guys can do it. I, I'm 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 gonna stick it out with them. Um, Kevin, I want to make a point. I want to make a point to you. Uh, you brought up um, uh, San Antonio. I wonder if San Antonio is not in danger of doing it again this year. Okay. Hear me out. They, they are, uh, to their credit, they are thirty-three and eleven. Okay, if if we were thirty-three and eleven, people would be, you know, we, we, we wouldn't be able to we wouldn't be able to make enough room in the bandwagon. Um, and their RPI is forty-seven. Now, what you what you say their RPI was last year when they got left out? It was forty, uh, right around forty. 
It was 40. Let's look at their SOS. Non-conference strength of schedule, 136. 136. Um, how do you how 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 do you get to be 33 and 11? The 136. Schedule. Yeah. Schedule. Yeah, and, and like well, it looks like they're in the same they're the same situation they were last year. Um, they are. I mean, and, and and you know, you know as well. You you, re- you recall this? Uh, if any, if any, if any San Antonio people happen to come across this, because you know they're always they're always listening. Um, I, I thought I thought they got snubbed last year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, making the finals the way they did, and 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 losing did they, did they lose in, the, in a walk off in the in the in, yes. or was it extras? Uh, they beat they the got one seed. off in the finals. They beat the one seed maybe once, maybe twice. Twice they beat they beat. Uh, you, uh, uh, Southern, Southern Miss twice, twice on their home field to make the finals and then lost that on a walk-off. Uh, I, thought that, I thought that to La Tech, yeah, I thought they got snubbed last year. I thought they were yeah. robbed with, with the run they went on uh, down in Hattiesburg uh, in particular. But it, at the end of the day, they had a 40 RPI, their strength of schedule, and now here they are again. Um, and they're a great club. They're a gritty club. We always, you know, we, we, we talk about them. We say positive things about that, that program all the time. Um, but look at that. Look at the non-conference scheduling. You, you want to be 33 and 11? Schedule it. Um, I don't, I don't think that's what, I don't think that's what anybody around here is going to be looking to do. That's just me. I, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen with, uh, with, with this, with this, uh, iteration of our coaching staff. Just my opinion. Right, they're not going to get left out because they didn't schedule hard enough. So that's not going to be the reason. No, uh, they are uh, San Antonio in quadrant four. They're twenty-one and five. Twenty. They have thirty-three wins. Twenty-one of them are quadrant four. I'm just saying, if they're, they're, if, if fans fans want to get. Uh, Focused on the records. Um, there you go. It can be done. Um, and you know, I think we've shown on the field that we've we've matched up well with those with those uh, with both those with both Dallas Baptist and San Antonio. Um, right. Did we did, did we match up well with Western Kentucky this weekend? No, no, we didn't. We really didn't. But that's water under the bridge, right, Jimmy? You just got to move on, as you said. It's baseball. baseball. Next. That's right. Baseball. Let's go. Next game. Next series. Yeah, three more. Three more series. Let's let's uh, finish strong. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to make it any more plain than that. Um, it's gonna be a big. It's gonna be a big weekend on campus. Um, yeah. I mean, the coastal game would would love would love to win that, but um, you know, and and we're going we're going the boys are going to go after it, but um, this weekend at the at the Hayes, as well as cross the street at the Sioux, the, the Niner gals are playing for a conference championship cross the street at the Sioux. And at the same time, this is a huge matchup against FAU at the, at the Hayes. That's right. And uh, speaking of, we got this group together here. Um, are we, are we going back down to Columbia this year? I mean, that was a fun trip last year. And we had, um, we got to see a Butch Grand Slam. Hops hit one out of their stadium. Are we are we going down again? I'm up. I mean, you can stop by the man cave and pick me up on the way. 
And then it hit the wall for the, the 16th of May, I think. It's, I think it's the last Tuesday, yeah. Eight days, eight days away, right? Yeah. Let's no, talk about uh, it. 15 days away. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. There's an extra week in there. Sorry. I, yeah. I'm bad at that. Hear me out, boys. Go by, pick Jimmy up, go to Columbia, visit that, hit that game up. On the way back, Rock Hill, bingo parlor. You're tying it, you're tying it all together now. That's what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is, is it Let's, that time? Let's, Let's, yeah. Let's go to Columbia. I, 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 I am totally down to go to Columbia with you boys. So let's do that. It's time to finish strong here. We got to finish strong. This show strong. Okay. So here's to recap it for you folks. Uh, yeah, we've been hanging out here. We're glad we were able to bring you uh, Big Maple. Um, and we talked a little 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 scheduling strategy with Niner Baseball and and uh, what's what's going on and um, you know. Uh, uh, I'm glad I'm not going to be at practice this week because I would get hurt at practice anyway. But I think that uh, I think there's going to be uh, there's going to be some hard work put in this week. Let's just let's just say that because because ne- neither of these players or or these coaches are um, well they're not quitting. That's all I can tell you, and I don't think you should either. Uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday uh, at Coastal, that's six o'clock ESPN Plus. Um, that means that Kevin and I will be in the stands uh, at uh, at Canapolis watching Big Maple, um, watching the Niners on on our phones. Um, actually, I think – did you get the tickets right behind me, Kevin? I did. Okay, so we can just use one of our phones. Uh, one, one phone will have the game on, and the other will be tweeting about Big Maple. Um, then this Friday, I do want to point out – so there is a distinction here um, – they th- this is this weekend is not senior day however th- with graduation looming they are going to honor graduates this this saturday okay For so softball uh, and baseball well, or just softball softball is having senior day because this On is saturday? the end of their season saturday softball is honoring seniors like boo like cass like Anna Devereaux, um, on Saturday. Baseball is honoring not seniors, but graduates. Senior day will happen the last weekend of the season uh, um, against, um, Kevin, I'm drawing a blank, MTSU, right? Middle Tennessee, empty Sioux. Yeah, empty Sioux is, is coming in the last weekend of the baseball season. That will be quote unquote senior day. But this weekend we're honoring guys that are getting their degrees. Uh, I know right. that's kind of convoluted, but COVID has got, we got guys that still have eligibilities, but they're graduating from college and so on. So, yeah. so. I, I do have the promotional schedule up here. Nick, you want to hear the oh, promos? The promotional schedule, Kevin. Mm-hmm. All right. Friday is Cinco de Mayo. If you didn't know that it's a walking taco giveaway. So wait, 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 Walking taco? Walking taco giveaway. Does that mean you have to walk to get the taco? 
the person giving the tacos out is walking or the tacos themselves are walking? You should, I think you should show up and find out. Well, I mean, I'm going to be there. I just need to know what I to be prepared for. If there's going to be walking tacos, I don't, I don't know. Well, we'll just talk, we can talk about it on next show. Well, we will uh, report back to you folks about exactly what a walking taco is. What's Saturday? Saturday, Saturday you mentioned the baseball graduation ceremony, baseball bingo, and bark in the park is Saturday on the promo schedule. Sunday. <laughs> CLT baseball trading card pack seven giveaway. Um, and post game kids run the bases. So we have the and, best audience. Kevin, Kevin we have the best. We have the best audience. Okay. Here's what I want to, I want to put out a, an, an APB. Okay. Jimmy, there was at least one day that you, you asked me to get you a pack of trading cards. I, I wanted to keep the streak alive. I missed the game. Right. How many how many packs of trading cards do you have, Jimmy? I think I had the first two. Kevin, how many packs of trading cards do you have? I have the first two as well. I want our audience to let us know if anyone, if anyone has any information pertaining to the whereabouts of packs three, four, <laughs> five, and six. I can't do my I can't do a Robert Stack voice, but you remember the old you know America's Most Wanted, you know that you know if you have any information, please call authorities at one eight hundred. If you have any information on trading cards packs three, four, five, or six, they were last seen crossing state lines and on the maybe promo schedule. Dangerous. They were last seen on the promo schedule. Are you guys sure we haven't jumped the shark? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just asking for a friend. I, I am, I am willing to admit that these things have been given out. I've just never seen them. And if if they do exist, I'd like to see them. I'm, you know, I'd I'd like to look at them. I don't, you know, Kevin. between between all of us here, Kevin is the is the real card collector. Uh, I have all my cards when I was a kid, but like like. Kevin, Kevin's still diehard card collector, right? Um, heck, I'd just like to see him. I, I don't, I, I've never seen him. Packs three, four, five, and six. I've got, I've got a pretty good Niner collection. I got the Pro Niners and a lot of the Niner cards they've given away in previous years. So, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to keep that streak alive, right, Jimmy? Um, I, I'm pretty sure you guys know some people that might have some answers. We clearly don't because <laughs> I, I have not seen any. I'm just proud that you're able to ask the tough questions. Well, that's what we do here. Hey, this we pride ourselves on stuff you don't find in the box score here, Jimmy. Check. And, and when I looked at the box score, I have not seen any trading cards. <laughs> so. Oh, man. I think, I okay. think we're – I think we're, we're done. We're, I think we're done. Moving on. If you're Honestly, still listening, if you're still listening, thank you very much. We we'll see you at the stadium. You know, this has been uh, just go back to bed, Randy. Um, this has been this this show's been a little different. We all knew this was this was going to be a different week here, but um, this has been fun. I mean, I, I don't care. We had we we had Big Maple on here, man. Come on, 
and uh, we had Jimmy Touchstone hanging out with us and, and chewing the fat. And I, I, I consider this a success as far as I'm concerned. I, I still I still have more stuff I want to talk to Jimmy about, but our time's up. Well, well, he's going to have to bring me back. Well, or, or we can do it. We can do it in the post-production meeting. You talk to Jimmy. Is that what you call it? Post-production meeting? Yes, yeah. absolutely. All right, folks out of town for this week. Uh, if you have found a way to enjoy this content, if you found a way consider, uh, I don't know, maybe subscribing to the YouTube channel, turning on notifications. You can also find this podcast wherever you find your podcast. You can also find diamond Niner report all over social media. We're talking Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just never, ever, ever TikTok. Um, reach out, say hello, offer feedback, critiques. If you have something nice to say, we'd love to hear that stuff. If you have something not so nice to say, we don't really care, but you can say it anyway. If you're old-fashioned like us, say hello at the ballpark. So, for Kevin, for producer Brad, for Jimmy freaking Touchstone, thank you to Big Maple. We are saying good night, and we'll see you at the Hayes. Is that your real name, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs>